Hello and welcome to episode 192 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is March 30th, 2020. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me as always is, is Slappy Jones 2. Show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 192 where you can find our sponsor, libertymugs.com where uh, we're still able to ship mugs right now despite all of the uh, the government interferences in the market and everything. And There's the, no uh, shutdown at Liberty Mugs. As of now, that that could our employees are working around the clock in close yes. quarters. But in all seriousness, um, there is a chance that that stuff could get disrupted, uh, especially if uh, depending on the country. So, yeah, um, if you purchase a mug, you will get a mug. We just can't uh, guarantee you it will be as quickly as possible. So, if you have any questions, send us an email or shoot us a message. Um, Slappy, you're laughing, but. You have not. I am had... laughing, but it's not at you. I'm laughing because I, I pulled up our guest's Twitter and I saw the banner at the top, and it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was about to say, Slappy, I will, I will uh, I'll let you do customer service um, for a while. Yeah. Not that our cust- actually, you know, whenever something has come up where there has been an issue where I needed to interact with the customer, people have been really, really uh, gracious and awesome. So. I appreciate all Liberty Mugs customers, and and actually, I take that back. It's uh, customer service has been a dream. So, Slappy, um, why don't you introduce our guest, whose banner you, you apparently really like? <laughs> yeah. So, our guest is Steppy at Puezno, P W E A S E N O, who is one of our friends from Twitter, and we get in some discussions from time to time. Specifically on this one was with an interaction with Rallo. So. I guess you'd be better to explain the situation, but what is what I was laughing at on his Twitter page is the banner says future scientists proclaim space is totally fake and gay. So got a laugh out of me. Anyway, welcome to the show, Steppy. Yeah, thanks for having me. And it is both of those things. <laughs> it's proven. It's science. So yep. um, Rallo, walk, walk me through the little Twitter, Twitter interaction you guys had. Okay, well, it was. I think we agree on most stuff, but th- this was a while ago when all the uh, the coronavirus stuff was was starting to happen, and people were starting to stock up on supplies. Um, there tends to be a wing of the libertarian movement or libertarian adjacent people um, that tend to like violence a little bit, or or at least like the appear to like the idea of violence. So there's. There's this one tweet in particular that I came across that said, shout out to the people without guns who are panic buying supplies for the people with guns. And then Slap, uh, Steppy just sent me this one. Uh, gun owners watching non-gun owners stockpile ac- apocalypse supplies for them. And my reaction was like, um, you know, if this is a joke, okay, I get it. That's fine. But there seems to be a lot of people that are kind of, uh, I don't know, rubbing their hands together at this, at the idea of this. There's a lot of people that when you talk about, you know, prepping, they, they talk about how like, Oh, ammunition's my currency. And, um, yeah, there's, we'll probably get into that more, but the one I, what I want to start out with is Steppy said, like, he kind of stopped me and he said, well, even if it's a joke, that's probably not that great. So before I start, 
putting words in your mouth, Steppy. Why don't you? Uh, I was going to say we can ask him. Yeah, we we have the technology. <laughs> yeah. So, what's your opinion well, on, on like, tweets right. like that, even if they're if they're jokes? Let's start out with that. So, like, first off, obviously, like no one is anti-joke here. And the moment you say that, it's like, oh no, like I'm just yeah, about to tie myself comes. into a pretzel. Yeah. No. Uh, well, it's no, it's, it's okay. Like, it's Slappy and I to pull it off. Slappy, well, Slappy and I were kind of talking about this before, and I actually was more of the, and yeah, we're, we're, you know, jokes are jokes. We're all, uh, you know, none of us are fun police here. But I used to be more on the, uh, uh, you know, maybe call call people out for for bad jokes a little bit more. But you know, I, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. So, Steppy, go ahead. Yeah. So, like, you know, like. And there's no, I think there's no off-topic subject for a joke. It's just a matter of execution. Like, and like, I mean, in my opinion, it, like those jokes didn't like pass the execution. But who cares? Like, go on and say it. Uh, now, where this phenomenon, like. <laughs> You know, these are people who are supposedly, whatever it is we are, they're on some kind of loose ideological team, especially according to outsiders with us. Like, um, and, you know, we're constantly getting lumped with, like, this idea of, like, Somali lawlessness and, like, <laughs> oh, just, you know, go be a warlord, go live outside the law. And when people do this, they're LARPing as like, oh, man, I can't wait to be a warlord. I can't wait to, like, you know, just mug a caravan of innocent people and take their supplies after the boogaloo. And it's like, uh, it just seems like a blunder on so many levels, moral strategic psychological it's a marketing failure you know you get a laugh out of your friends but like if you're really trying to advance liberty or whatever it is you're trying to advance you could not be shooting yourself in the foot harder with the so-called normies than to say man i can't wait to shoot you and take your toilet paper yeah yeah i think you're i think you're spot on with that 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 actually clears up a lot (laughs) But it, no, it makes sense, and that's it's we're we're already kind of defensive with what our positions are because we just get constantly strawmanned, and and there's something to be said about making jokes about strawmen, but um, I think there's a kind of a degree of honesty in those kinds of jokes too with these people because these are also the people that uh, I remember there was a, a particular libertarian podcast host who has this, uh, like, gun training course or, like, self-defense training course where they do a lot of shooting and, like, home defense kind of stuff. And the way he advertises it, um, it's very much like, yeah, so if bad guys try to come to your house, you're going to be able to blow them away. You're going to be able to put rip bullets right through their chest. And he doesn't say it like that, but that's the kind of vibe you get with it. And, like, even I'm sitting there, someone, you know, who's ob- obviously someone who's full full gun rights, uh, kind of deal, and, and I'm sitting there like, ugh, like that's this sounds really, um, like bloodlusty, and it makes me uncomfortable, yeah. and it makes me uncomfortable for you, the kind of person you are, when when you talk like that. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, okay, so 
let's just say, like, you know, ultimately, this is a war of ideas, like, that's bubbling in, in our culture. And, like, obviously, the dream is is a peaceful transition. So it's like, you know, no shots fired is, is the absolute dream. But let's suppose that's not it. And, like, we're in some kind of scenario where it's like, we're waging, you know, psychological war against the state and perhaps there's physical violence involved. The worst thing you can do is be the weaker warlord in that scenario. Because then if you're just someone on the sidelines, you say, well, I have this state, they have legitimacy, they're equally moral to this, like these small time roving warlords who seem to just want to steal toilet paper. Like, why don't I just go with the winning side? And I can't even fault that logic. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of what happens in practice. You look at you look at what's going on in the Middle East um, with all the warlords that are over there, and the warlords that uh, side with the U.S. after the occupation starts uh, don't get blown to bits. I mean, it's not like those those warlords have always existed. They're just you know. Uh, coddling up with the the current uh, bigger source of power right so i think like in order to differentiate and of course to live up to our ideals as as people who believe in in liberty or anarchy and whatever stripe uh, you are like you need to actually like embody something that wins a morale victory like that inspires people people need to say oh those people remind me of the founding fathers like you and like warlord is not that 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 doesn't sell well yeah and two it's like for for trying to win people over to our side and they want to hear like all right you've got this great great vision for a libertarian society where we don't have this government and it's all better. How are we going to get there? What, what are the steps that are going to happen? You go, well, you're going to have to kind of join my posse and uh, you're going to learn how to, uh, to, you know, shoot a rifle and, and buy a bunch of rifles, have a bunch of ammunition. If you don't do that, well, someone's probably going to steal your stuff, uh, kill you, uh, rape your wife, take your children as slaves. And, um, so yeah, that's that's gonna be part of uh, what's gonna happen. So, why don't you? Uh, all right, you want to uh, sign up for our newsletter? Find out more about what's what's gonna happen. I mean, that's it's just the most unappealing thing that you could possibly ever hear of. And I know I exaggerate. I use some hyperbole there with what it is. But this whole idea, and it's just like, oh yeah, when when the state goes down, um, me doing my uh, all my drills and everything right now. This is in preparation for it. Um, and not to say that you know, being a good, uh, uh, good with 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 weapons, isn't a good thing, and it's it's not a good skill to have. Um, but like really selling that off as as something that's very likely to be necessary, or a scenario that's that's kind of you know going to standing between us and our libertarian society, that's <laughs> you're not winning anybody over. All right, so I'm going to throw this in there. Um, given the context of the time with the coronavirus and people uh, panicking and panic buying and also the culture, or at least, I don't, I don't know the culture, but uh, certainly 
a debate in the culture over the last several years about guns and people saying you don't need this gun, you don't need that gun. Uh, the founding fathers wanted you to have a hunting rifle or whatever, whatever the arguments are, right? Um, and these gun people are tired of the anti-gun people threatening to take their guns, threatening to call the cops on them, threatening, you know, we have red flag laws. We had um, the guy in Maryland recently, uh, which I don't know all the circumstances of that, but uh, SWAT team raided him and killed him and shot his girlfriend too. Uh, that was, uh, what's his name? Duncan, Duncan Lamp. Yep. So these things are happening. And, uh, so the very pro gun people who for the last several years, or at least since they've been talking about it, have always heard about how guns are bad. And so Rallo, we've discussed this before. Sometimes you have to have kind of a soft landing. Sometimes you have to hit people over the head. And to all you people out there who are saying I'm evil for owning guns and you're all scared and you're all going to go buy your supplies, well, what are you going to do when it collapses and I have the guns and you don't? And it's kind of like, wake up, see that these things aren't as evil as you're saying. Um, if that's and, and I don't know what the original joke – I mean, I know what the joke was. I don't know who said it. I don't know um, what the conversation was around it. But I could see it being useful in that sense because when I first heard it, I think, oh, shit, yeah. I mean, if things really went down, it would sure be nice to have an arsenal here um, just in case. Not because I want to go shoot my neighbor and steal his stuff. But if you don't have any, you're leaving yourself open. Um, and so in, in a way, I think the joke or that meme is effective – somewhat in getting people to think about the importance of protecting yourself while the joke saying i'm going to steal all your stuff is you know kind of weird but it's like yeah wake up because now we're in a situation where you might need a gun and for the last five years ten years you've been saying no one should have them so what are your thoughts on that is that reasonable unreasonable am i missing the point I think that's a silver lining of of this kind of humor. Uh, I don't think it's the intention. Like, I would say that, and and this is speculation, but it, I think these jokes come from a very like in group pointing at the out group and laughing kind of like vibe. Just like, hey, like we got the guns, they don't got the guns. Now, mm -hmm. if it does happen to like you know, to use the phrase red pill, the normies about guns, like that's great. And I think that it, it is awesome. Uh, but I don't think that's the intention and probably the effect of it is going to be a little bit more of a disgust reaction and people saying like, Hey government, like we got these crazies out here. Uh, like looking at a different situation that's kind of brewing where people are starting to meme threats into existence. If you look at like the rent strikes and the way people are talking about landlords right now, like it, you could say, Oh, you know, that like this is sort of telling landlords uh, that they kind of trusted their tenants too much and they're over leveraged and maybe they need to look back at their business model. But like if ultimately if the landlords are scared to death about losing their livelihood, uh, you know, because people are like, Oh, rent strike, rent strike, like, and they're organizing whole buildings. Like, I think it's justified that they're afraid. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, and if no, I think that's that's a really good point because if if you're saying all this, I mean, not everyone on social media uses a, uh, a pseudonym, and if you're sitting on Twitter or Facebook, only the cool people do. Yeah, <laughs> and making making all these threats 
to your landlord about not paying them and they come across that, uh, you know, what are you going to do when they say, yeah, actually, uh, you're, we're, we're not redoing your lease. Uh, we're not comfortable with the risks that you're, uh, <laughs> that are associated with you, that you deciding that you're not going to pay your rent and you're going to, you know, um, the, you know, all, all that good stuff. And I think the same kind of applies with the, you know, if you're going on, on the internet and, you know, whether it's a joke or not and making kind of veiled threats about shooting other people for their toilet paper, it just doesn't, ugh. it's, it's, it gets icky real quick and it becomes, eh. especially too, when it, when it, when it is kind of this situation where, like you said, Slappy, and I, I don't think we're really going to have that Mad Max total collapse scenario. Um, Certainly hope not. Right. I, I think, well, I think the likelihood of it is just like so much, so, so, so much has to go so horribly wrong oh, for that no to doubt. happen. Um, no doubt. But even still, just that, that kind of, I don't know that glimpse into that reality and, and the person kind of ominously standing, you know, you picture that person ominously standing there with their arsenal. It just, it just makes it for a very uncomfortable situation. And I agree with Steppy too, that I think it's the, uh, any sort of, you know, kind of slap in the face to wake up. You should be getting guns too. Isn't exactly what the point of it is. And it's kind of just the uh, a convenient way to you know like oh, oh this is just my way of educating people. It's kind of a weird. I don't want to get like into, I'm not saying that that's their no their no no I know I know I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm I'm using I'm just using your uh, your uh, yeah because I mean with anything we say pretty much like ninety five percent of the population is going to roll their eyes but you might get that five percent who go oh huh how about that and then. If they start learning or coming over, I would say that's a pretty good thing, even though like, you know, I was listening to um, Bob Murphy's show and he had on, I don't remember what the guy's name was. He was some conservative. Um, it was just this weekend or, or a couple days ago. And the guy talked about public schooling. And when Bob Murphy said he's against it, he was like kind of shocked. You could tell in his voice. He was like. Oh, you know, like I'm dealing with that kind of libertarian. I didn't really know you guys exist, basically, is what he kind of sounded. He didn't say those words, but that was kind of the reaction. Um, and so he I mean, I'm guessing in his mind he was thinking, why did I come on with this guy? This guy doesn't even think public school exists. Like um, so, like, I just think a lot of the things we say are just so off the wall to your normie out there. Um that if the joke, well, we can, we can, I know, see, I, I agree with you guys, certainly, um, a lot about this, but if it's, if someone goes, oh, wow, man, if things really fall apart and the police are all sick and they're not coming around and everyone's scrambling for food, like, I better, I better have a gun. I better think hard about my stance on not having guns. I, I saw another meme. It was like leftists are uh, showing up at the gun store asking for a semi fully automatic whatever whatever all the buzz terms they use assault rifle because now they want to protect their stuff and um of course i don't think that's true i don't 
I mean, I don't know. Are gun sales going way up lately? Oh, I've yeah. heard anecdotally that like leftists are trying to buy guns. In. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you put those things out there and then maybe they'll kind of back off their getting the state to, uh, to, um, you know, drop the hammer on everyone who owns a, a gun that looks scary. Um, so I think there's, you know, part of, part of every joke can get across to some people. And the reality is when you, when, Rao, you know this um, as well as anyone, but you try to approach someone on like good terms and they just get mad at you and tell you to leave. And it's like, all right, well, then how about I just get a whole bunch of guns? And since you hate them, I'll just come take your stuff. How about that? You know, um, and it's kind of like a way to to uh, get your point across with a hammer instead of trying to discuss it. Um, when the other person isn't really open to hearing you anyway. Uh, was that to me or to? To whoever wants to answer. I'm just, I was just talking and rambling and Steph, I don't you, even you've know got something for that. I don't want to, you know, you're. Oh, uh, no, no. I, I, I think that uh, we've all, you know, tried to navigate the minefield of someone who's just like not ready for debate and you just try like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't argue online as much anymore because yeah, it's just it's like just, I'm trying to you, you get stop. too old for that. Yeah, yeah you might as well like bang your head into a brick wall instead. Yeah, I, I do know what you mean about just like making crazy analogies, trying to just like <laughs> hack it from every angle. And right. like ultimately the person just thinks that everything you're doing fundamentally must be a lie because it disagrees with their conclusion. So yeah. like, there's no point. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's certainly different that if you're in the midst of a conversation and you make this uh, and you say like, all right, well, let's just say that the police aren't there to protect you. And you know, you've got a bunch of stuff and I've got guns and you know, I'm going to come and I think that's, that's a lot less ominous um, than just kind of like, sending it out there as a general thing. Um, and two, as far as just like using that as a, as a method to try to shake people awake, I just, I think there's much better ways of doing that, that you shouldn't have to resort to sure, like, there could make, be. But, like making those. Um, uh, but that's what kind of what I was saying too. Like there are certainly better ways. There's certainly better ways to explain why we need to have guns. Uh, well, in it's, my opinion. It's, it's like with Bitcoin, where people trying to explain why and, and convince people that they should get Bitcoin. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, they're like, hey, guess what? There's only going to be 21 million. And if you don't get some now, I'm going to have all of them. And I'm going to, you're going to have to be, you know, I'm no, going to be your boss. And you're going to work for me. To, like, sure, but people do say, keep holding your fiat and we'll see how that works out for you. Yeah, but it's, it's with the... Uh, also, with the you shouldn't do that. You should be buying Bitcoin, and here's as soon as you want uh, interested in doing that, I will direct you and help you however I can. There's a much different like sure, uh, but we're talking about memes. Talk about what memes? We're not talking about like you know, like if you're gonna put a meme out there, it's got to be a picture, it's got to be a couple words, and it's got to make an impression. I guess, like, uh, I don't know the Bitcoin meme world as much, but I haven't seen the, like, 
snarky, like I'm going to economically dominate you and and buy all your toilet paper Bitcoin memes. <laughs> like I, I, I don't not know for if the there's... collapse, but there's certainly like I don't know. I you know we totally unprepared. Don't have any Bitcoin memes on hand, but you still certainly get some of that. Like I told you about Bitcoin, you don't listen. Well, when yeah. your paper money's valueless, then you can you can come and then we'll talk about Bitcoin when you could have had it five years ago or whatever the case is. Um, because it does think, get uh, it gets frustrating talking to people who don't want to. I'm not even saying don't want to agree, but don't even want to try or ask or. Yeah. You know, I, I see people talking about their moon Lambos and stuff like that, of course. But, uh, like, I, I haven't seen the... I, I've seen the you will miss out plenty, but not the, like, I will make you regret missing out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, the True. implications are much less ominous and, like, there's a difference between you're not going to be as wealthy as you could have been versus I'm going to be pointing a gun at your face. But that's what a gun is. Like you can't be like, I'm gonna plant flowers in the barrel of my gun while you don't have one. And if I did need to use it, I could shoot it. Like well, money's for buying things and guns are for shooting things. So right, it's but, gonna be a lot more ominous when you're talking about guns. But most libertarians and most most gun owners, most defender of gun rights, when they talk about it, it's not for it's not offense it's not an offensive thing. It's for defense. It's for like if you're breaking into my house, then I'm gonna stick a gun in your face. Not that Oh, you should have a gun to defend yourself because I am going to be the one breaking into your house otherwise. But that's what it gets across because it's like, um, I have the guns, you don't. And it's like, well, then I better get some to defend myself because that's why you use them. I mean, you're defending them against someone and who's going to be the one getting you. It's going to be the guy with the gun. Well, it shouldn't be so, the, the libertarian saying that we shouldn't have a government and we don't need the police who's uh, turning around and saying – in this world where there is no government and no police to protect you, you better be ready because I'm going to come and take your stuff. I mean, it's, it, it just, someone who, who's making that argument, just like they're, it's just a huge hypocrisy. They're, they're, they're just it's claiming like, to be the new government when that power vacuum gets there. That's like an arsonist firefighter argument. <laughs> like I will both create and solve the problem. <laughs> no, but yeah, but it's a meme though. Like, if now if these guys are like writing articles and like talking and being like, all right, coronavirus has this many people in. I went to the supermarket today and the shelves are empty. I look at my shelves and they're starting to get empty. Can't wait till they are. We're going to go start robbing the neighborhood. That's much different than a meme that says like, thanks for buying your stuff for us. Cause, cause but that's, to what, me, that's exactly what is, a meme's for. What? That's what the meme that's where the job of the meme is for is to take something that you could write in an essay and condense it down to something that you can read and, and I look don't know. at. There's a lot sure, but there's a lot of um I guess my my point is to say, like when I see that meme, I don't think, Oh shit, these guys are coming to take my stuff. I think I better be prepared for someone to come and take my stuff. And that was my initial reaction when I saw it, like even before we talked about any of this, it definitely got me to think, I'm like, wow, I better be prepared just in case it ever got to that point. Um, I it don't was think never... that's how a lot of people see it, though. I, I think the, the statist lens is just like, oh, I found the far right reactionaries on the Internet. Like, I'm, I'm calling the authorities. 
And I, re- I also don't think that that was the intention of the memes either. It was more like whether it was a joke or not, and I'm sure that the vast majority of them were making it as a joke, but that it was not to say like, oh, some people not being, you know, me, just some bad people with guns are going to take your, uh, take your stuff. It's, well, um, well, since me- I'm not a collectivist like Rallo, I don't, um, associate, like, I don't care who's coming to get, I don't care if it's the libertarian right, right, right. But- or the guy up the street. I want to be prepared. I know, I know, and I agree with that. I'm the same way, but when the people making these memes, I don't think that that was what their intention. It was like us gun owners, or me as a gun owner. I don't know. I don't know their intentions. Yeah, well, it just, it just with the, uh, I guess it would make sense to talk about like the, the boogaloo type thing too. And because that's, that's, that's an interesting one because a lot of us like, and I think talk about the, the boogaloo is kind of fun to talk about because it's, I think most people, a lot of people in our circles that talk about the boogaloo, it's kind of the, uh, um, either a joke or just the, uh, absolute worst case scenario. This is, this is what's yeah. going to happen. But then there are the people that take it and they're and like, want it. yes, they explicitly yeah. no, I know, want it. I know exactly they, what you're saying. And so, I mean. It's kind of the same. It's it's very very similar thing. It's like, all right, what kind of these people making boogaloo? Asking, all right, is this, is this one of the boogaloo? Or are we starting the boogaloo now? And you see all these comments being like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's like, um, are they all jokes? Or are they all like kind of half jokes? But also uh, like, if, think- if you're serious, I'm serious, kind of deal. Not that those people are going out and grabbing their guns and starting to, to shoot up the uh They would the last local seven, hall. maybe eight seconds. Right. But it's just that mindset. And I, I think that I think that um comes through uh very strongly, especially to people that are kind of predisposed to not have not not really look at it well. Like even I think of my parents who are conservatives, think that you should own guns. Um, you know, we're not gun grabby at all, but if they saw those memes, they would be like, these people are evil and these are awful people. Like they would not, they, they wouldn't look at these memes or, or the way these people are talking very well. It wouldn't be like, oh, yeah. that's kind of a joke, but you know, if, if, eh. if you're not steeped in like what, I, I guess for me, like it, it does come back to sort of consequences and how things just sort of seem to other groups from from the outside looking in because i get the joke like being in on it but like uh with with the the boogaloo stuff like people don't understand how much background we have on the relationship of the state to the the individual in terms of like red flag laws and you know like all sorts of uh like uh bundy ranch and like we have all these backstories and we know our rights and we want to know if we're being detained and most people don't engage with things that way. So they're like, they see this meme where it's like, oh, when the alphabet boys uh, come across your booby trap and uh, <laughs> the last thing they hear is dueling banjos. And it's like, yeah. okay, that is hilarious. 
it's very funny. But it, it it does seem very much coming back to uh, that like guy who did the commercials about like you know blow your robber's head clear off the his body <laughs> like it's the same kind of thing where it's like if you don't know why that joke is being made it's messed up. Yes, and I think you could say that about almost every joke. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, look, there's not a whole lot of good PR anarchists out there getting the message across softly in a good way. <laughs> like, no, and, and, let's and be I do, honest. I, I do want to say, too, because it is tough. I mean, those inside jokes are like like we're saying, they're, they're hilarious. They're funny. And I don't want to tell people to not make inside jokes and share it around. Uh, we don't want to self-censor. Um, but it's like, man, it, there's, there's a tough line to cross or a, a, a tough line where it's like, where is it? I don't really know. Sure. And, and and the reason we, like you said earlier, the reason we don't like the state, hate the state is because it's violence and they're just going to enforce their violence on everyone, whether you comply or, you know, or, well, if you don't comply, then they're going to throw their violence at you. And that's what we object to. So why would we be the ones doing the violence? I totally get that. Um, it's not a good way to like think as a libertarian, someone who wants freedom to be like, well, I have all the guns now. And, and to the casual observer, a lot of those memes come off as like this kind of honeypot, like incitement of like, mm -hmm. yeah, bring me the fight and then I yeah. will win. Yeah. And the other thing, I mean, if I don't know who's seeing these, um, you know, I, I kind of assume it's like the inside joke and or whatever. And it, I, like I said, when I first saw it, it got me to think about how I can better protect myself and my family. But, um, like you said, you see that you're thinking, I'm going to, I'm going to call the cops. This guy's dangerous. So you don't want them to come after you. Yeah. And it's too, because now after the, uh, the Virginia rally, it was, it was, yeah, the Virginia rally, um, which yeah. they, which they did a fantastic job with. I, I'm not trying to denigrate anything that they did at all there, but you know, there's a lot of pictures and videos floating around of, of people. Well, just generally. But they still passed their law that they were. No, no, protesting. no. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, the, with the rally, it was, it was peaceful. They, they did a mm -hmm. good job. That was a PR victory, which is very, very rare out of yes. the libertarian world. Total yep. PR victory. But at the same time, you saw a lot of people that anytime they see someone wearing any amount of tactical gear, um, have any sort of rifle um here they think semi-automatic means that um you know you pull the trigger and it, and it, and it shoots out eight thousand bullets per second um it's only six thousand right yeah <laughs> uh that th th like that terrifies them and, and they think it's awful um so it's just like man when that's the picture that you're trying to portray and then people see that, like, you're speaking very aggressively, too. It does not... I, I don't blame the outsiders for the for the majority of them to be like, oh, no, these people are, are dangerous and crazy, and, and, like, these people don't 
these people, they say they want freedom and liberty. They just want, oh, they don't really want that. They just want to be the, the next, they just want to be the bullies to come and take the stuff. I don't even know where I was really going with that. I kind of brought that, that stuff up. But it's, I, I guess it's just a, it, it's, it's a very, very, very uphill battle against kind of even even most people i know i said my parents are are in favor of guns i know my saw my mom saw pieces of my rifle and she's like oh i don't even want to look at it she doesn't want to uh take it have anyone take it away from me um yeah but it makes it makes a lot of people uncomfortable and the more you do that the more likely that they're going to probably double down on on their negative reactions that get elicited when they when they interact with any any of that kind of thing, and it's just kind of like I feel like it's more just poking the bear and just kind of riling those people up. Yeah. But then when things get worse for you and perception gets worse, like who do you have to blame? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think you dropped a key phrase in there, uh, at, um, which was uphill battle. You know, the, like the the state has done a tremendous job of making people disgusted with guns, except if they're in certain hands. And like, it, I I think the 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 gun rally went off like as perfectly as it could have, but there's just going to be a certain fairly large segment of the population. That's like, wait, why did civilians have the things that cops should have? Like, and I don't know (laughs) what you do about that. Like truth be told, uh, you know, if, if, if that were an easy problem to fix, it'd be fixed, but uh, that's the reaction you're dealing with. That's the psychology. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it ever really does get fixed. Um or at least there's nothing explicit that happens that fix it fixes it. Um I guess it's just a gradual change that happens for whatever reason. Just I, I, I keep thinking of Bitcoin with stuff like I don't think there's going to be a major collapse of the dollar that and it's like, "Oh, and now we're on Bitcoin." I think it's just going to be a very gradual replacement um as the dollar inflates and Bitcoin appreciates in value, more and more people are going to move over to it and that's that's where i actually think the to kind of contrast this with the bitcoin community again i think this is where they do a really good job of trying to get new people over they can be very aggressive and there's the whole toxic bitcoin maximalist uh meme and idea out there and and uh, i'm sure there's some people that are out there that have um talked about their altcoin they like and they get you know you know, slammed up the side of the head by, by Bitcoiners saying how awful their altcoin is and everything. But when you have, you know, I think if you poll most people, when they talk to someone about Bitcoin, it's like very, they're very excited and, and, uh, optimistic and, and trying to be helpful to the new people. And, and you might get, a lot of them to be dismissive of the of the fiat stuff and say, oh, yeah, well, you're going to, you know, it's going to lose value. But it's always with that idea of like, well, I'm trying to help you. And as soon as they um, say something like, all right, I want to get into it. Where do I start? You know, you have people crawling over each other to try to help. But do you out. not think that's the case with the gun culture? I don't think so. Um, I I've... think I think that a lot of them 
and probably most of them, if you went to them and asked for help, uh, well, I don't know about Twitter, but I know in my personal life, anyone I know who has guns, whenever like you show an interest, they're like, yeah, come out with me. I'll show you. I'll, t- I'll teach you how to do anything. See, uh, I, I'm from deep uh, blue country, so like I don't know anyone in my personal life who's big into guns. So I only get the online interactions, and okay. that's like it's a lot of a lot of dick flexing. Sure. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree with Slappy. In my own and in, in non-online life, all the gun owners yeah, that I in know my actual life. are like you know very happy to show and and excited to help. Show you um, different kinds, different. Yeah, ammunition, how to how to shoot, how to load, how to do everything, and then how to do it safely. Mm-hmm. They're huge on gun safety. Yeah, they have to be. and I think I think for the most part, even the people on Twitter, uh, the people we're talking about, would tend to be like that. You know, is when someone, but but there's the uh, but from getting from that, like, Ugh, I don't I don't really like what you're talking about. To all right, why don't you show me? I think they they're more much more likely to sever the relationship or the, even the opportunity for that relationship or for that, op- that, uh, you know, Oh, Hey, why don't you show me what's going on? Kind of teach me about guns before. Yeah. And then they immediately pivot into, yeah, but you think it's a fully semi-automatic <laughs> <laughs> owned him with a scope. Yeah. And I say that and there's going to be people, you know, there are probably ample opportunities for me, uh, for people to like, Go and screenshot my tweets, uh, yelling at people about Bitcoin. So, right, <laughs> right. But it's just it, it, what's different about it is that there's that it, it's. I don't really really how to get it across, but that that threat of violence I think is a much carries a lot more weight. I'm trying to think of an. Uh, I have an example in my head that's not very good. And I don't want to say it yet because it's just going to be stupid and sound real weird. Yeah. Um. Uh, it, it would be like something like this. It's like if you're if if you're trying to explain to a woman like how to protect herself and everything, and like you're I don't know you're walking you're walking a girl you meet a girl at a bar and you're walking her home because there's no one else and you know you're trying to keep her safe, and so you're walking her home alone. It's the middle of the night, and you're trying to explain to her personal safety and everything and how she can help protect herself. And you're kind of mansplaining. Yes. Whatever it is, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm coming up with this off the fly, trying to make it as less awful as possible. And you make the comment. This is the worst first date ever. Yeah. How is Rollo still single? Uh, and 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 you say something to her like, "Yeah, you don't want to be caught alone with a guy because he might rape you." Like saying something like that. Now, now you're the rapist, like 100. percent Yeah, and, and because it's like. It would be different than something like if you were explaining, you know, finances and like, oh, you don't want to be in the stock market because, you know, you could lose all your money there. Like the it's the implica- <laughs> it's the implication. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is. There's like there's that violent, like very serious implication that comes with talking about, you know, I'm pointing a gun in your face as opposed to, well, I'm going to capture the value of your wealth uh, with my Bitcoin against your fiat. I I love that we spent like, 
almost an hour talking about the ethereal nature of the looming threat of this meme. And then we just summed it up by using a different meme. Like, oh, this is the implication. Pretty much. I actually just, it's too late now, but but stop listening Ladies, and just go watch that episode. Ladies, if you need more lessons in self-defense, you can find him at Rowan McKee. <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy to walk any ladies home <laughs> at the end of the night from the bar. <laughs> I can protect you. I got a lot of guns. Yeah. I will tell you I exactly the kind of person you want to stay away from. <sighs> okay. My but, door's but... locked from both sides. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's kind of why I didn't want to bring up that example, but... Um, but do, do you kind of see what I'm getting at with that? Where yeah. it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's it just like if you were to say that to, to a woman, like she would immediately be like, I should probably run. And if I have pepper spray, I should probably use that first. But if she has a gun, she's protected. Right. Then then she's walking you to to your house so yes. she can still steal some stuff. Correct. Steal, steal all the stuff you bought for the yeah, all your toilet paper. Mm hmm. But this scenario can't happen because the government has uh, forced closed all the bars. So true. So we'll have to wait. Yes. But I don't know. Have have I got gotten that like? Well, I guess I did because I made. I get your point. I mean, there like it's like um, no. I know what you're saying, and I I'm pretty much. I mean, at least. I don't see anything wrong with being a pacifist. I won't say I am. If someone came and attacked my family, I would certainly use force to defend them. But I, I do think that way. So I, I'm like, I'm not comfortable with like violent memes, but I just, um, I don't know. I don't like criticizing jokes if they're jokes. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm not even saying I'm. I'm sure you know this. I'm not making the case for for uh, pacifism here. I'm just saying that if you're no, I'm just I just threw that out there because I'm oh, not okay. like a violent guy. I don't throw out right, right. violent memes. I don't do violent tweets. Um, it's not my thing. So I just wanted to make that clear because I did take their the side of the uh, aggressive gun owners uh, in, in this conversation, but that's not me. I'm not. I'm not in that camp, so I might, I might not have even done a good job taking their side. Maybe. No, but, like, I don't know. Really, my whole thing about all of this is, like, what do we want, what do we believe, and what rhetoric are we using to achieve it? And, like, I, I think the reason that this sort of hit like a sour note this like meme is it's not what we want we don't want warlords it's not right. what we believe in we don't believe in senseless violence right and it's not good rhetoric so it's just like this major strikeout it's i guess it's like a little funny in the right situation like in joke but it, it's it's just such like a belly flop of, of of a meme in terms of what it's achieving yeah, like I've I've had my share of very off-color, awful jokes that um, get shared in very careful company, and I think we all do that. 
we all have we all play different roles um with different people in our lives and it's and we're not being uh i don't think that's being uh like a you know two-faced or whatever it's just that you know you got to know your audience and and know who you're talking to and Certainly. um i agree with step i agree with you steppy there um if you're if you're trying to get across a point um even if you're you know, trying to have fun and don't mean anything by it, you can kind of mess, muck things up if you're, uh, if you say the wrong thing in the wrong company. Um, and it's when, when we have pseudonyms on the internet and we're not like face to face with these people, it can get very easy to kind of forget that. And I'm certainly guilty of that. I, I can be more aggressive than I should be with, with talking to people on Twitter sometimes. Um, I forget what I was going to say about something. Oh, well. But well, really, do you have a free market? Yeah. Um, well, or Steph, did you want to wrap up? I don't know. Is there any, any other, uh, any other points? I think we kind of beat the, beat the horse to death a little bit. I don't know if we came to a, a, a satisfactory resolution to people, but um, I don't know that, you can with this. I think it's just more like, you know, kind of watch, be, be careful with how you present things. Look at, you know, the company you're around, even if you're, you know, you're, even if your audience is a specific group, um, sometimes, especially in Twitter where it's public, you know, anyone can look at that. Anyone can retweet your stuff and see it. So just, you know, be careful. You don't want to, yeah, I don't want to say self I don't want people self-censoring themselves. We just, you know, like Steppy, you just said, you know, what, what's, what's the kind of idea you're trying to get across and, and really try to be true to that. Um, so hopefully, you know, yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to win the meme wars here. We don't want to be weird. Like, I mean, we want to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Libertarians don't be weird. Oh no, <laughs> we're ruined. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I uh, can't disagree with you. I mean, so. I think a good example is just look at the tractor memers, and and uh, they're always perfect. <laughs> so see, that was that was funny and not threatening. So. It was weird though. So there goes my theory. So yeah. So the weirdness was still there. Yeah, but if this, you know, uh, what I was just trying to say, if this generates some discussion, I think that's good. I think it's good if it just makes you think twice about what you're saying and what you're doing. And that goes with, like, everything in life. I mean, we've all worn egg in our face for saying or doing something dumb because we didn't realize someone else was watching and, you know, (laughs) could have been totally innocent, but, you know, end up kind of feeling pretty stupid. So I guess just carry that in your uh, in your internet dealings, making memes and stuff. So uh, Steppy, on putting you on the spot. And if you don't have one, that's that's perfectly okay because I have one in my back pocket. Do you have a uh, free market success story? Uh, well, you know it's a, it's a success story to be determined. Uh, I, I mean, is this your great? I think uh, we've communist all, experiment. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it's going to be great. So we pool all of our resources <laughs> together, and then we <laughs> force everyone else to do it. Uh, uh, so, yeah, like all the gyms in my state are closed down. And I'm in a very, like, boutique, small gym, tight-knit community. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's extremely loyal. And uh, so far, I'm impressed with the uh, sort of level of operation that the owner has managed to have, uh, sort of in spite of the seeming intent of the law. You know, he He's been doing a ton of online content. He's been throwing together like remote sessions and like uh, still managed to do in a perfectly legal sense uh, public uh, outdoor uh, workouts, maintaining social distancing. So, you know, like sort of watching this guy thread the needle and keep this community glued together despite the best efforts of the state to try and like force him not to make money you know people aren't canceling their memberships on him that's great then um i like hearing that That kind of stuff the uh was perfect it's like in, in jurassic park life always finds a way well markets always find a way too and you know even even despite the government's shutting down the typical stuff. There's still demand for, you know, working out and not everyone has access at home to, to equipment or, or expertise on what to do and how to do stuff. So I think it's pretty neat that the, there's guys still out there hustling through it and, and being creative and finding, finding different ways. Um, because, Hey, if, if the market couldn't respond to the government interfering with stuff, then we'd be under just like abject uh, statism and just no markets whatsoever. <laughs> it's it's the ability of the market to do that that keeps the government at bay for a little bit. So it's like we've had, we've had yeah we've had the most uh, powerful governments in the history of the world um, over us in this uh, in the last you know century or so, and despite that we've we've seen. Uh, incredible advances in standard of livings poverty and hunger has just like fallen through the through the floor and uh that's not because of the growth of governments it's because of the the resilience and power of markets working despite all of that stuff so we'll leave on a positive note meme and there we go meme for markets so all right steppy um why don't you tell people how they can find you if you want them to find you (laughs) <laughs> Chill anything you got uh, yeah I, i'm uh, just a twitter persona so at please no uh i'm sure that's in the show notes or uh you know wherever you guys <laughs> write that down yeah yeah it'll be we Mc, will have it there yeah mcflugel.com slash 192 so steppy uh yeah thanks for coming on this was a this was an interesting conversation it's it's always nice to have a little bit of a disagreement and debate keeps things lively and uh, makes makes each of us uh, kind of think through what we think and, and really defend it. Uh, and I think that the best people to argue ideas with are other libertarians because steel sharpens steel. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, everyone. Uh, McFlugel.com slash 192. Uh, check out Steppy on Twitter. He's a great follow. Uh, also check out Liberty Mugs. And uh, please uh, 
leave a review if you'd like to on wherever you catch us on your uh, on your podcatcher and share it around. All right, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Peace.